Player 2, this is Player 1, plugging in. Player 1 is initiating connection. Player 1 is online. Player 1, this is Player 2, plugging in. Player 2 is initiating connection. Player 2 is online. All players have successfully connected. You are now plugged into the Plug and Play podcast. Initiating startup sequence. episode 172 of the Plug and Play podcast. I'm your host, Zach, and alongside me, as always, is Tim. Welcome, idiots. So, Tim, welcome to 2018, motherfucker. Yeah, it's here. Happy New Year's. Happy New Year's. Yep. Welcome to the first podcast of the last podcast that you'll ever need. It could be the last podcast. You never know. We've got buttons. We've got a president with a tiny penis that's not afraid to start a nuclear war. We got bigger buttons. We do have bigger buttons. We have bigger buttons. But we don't brag on Twitter about it. Well, I guess we will. Technically, we, we post do. this episode, we'll, we'll brag about it. We'll, we'll, ta- we'll brag about our big buttons on the Plug and Play podcast. We've been up to other things. If besides. you plug in, we got really big buttons, you guys. Push our buttons. Push our buttons. Watch us push our buttons. Yeah. We'll see that. I mean, maybe. You never know. We've been doing other things besides pushing buttons. Although, games technically involves pushing buttons. It's very true. But, but, I mean, we are part of the Button Smashers. Oh, see? There's an angle there. There is an angle here. We could get we, we could get our president we, in on this. We, no, we're going to get a cue on this. Like, oh, yeah, it, we could do this. We like to mm-hmm. smash the well, buttons. I would like to smash the buttons. See? It's a safer world if we smash the buttons. See? A little piece. Yep. Hmm. We got a bunch of cue about that. All right, sounds good. So what have you been up to besides smashing buttons? Um. Well, since we last talked, the year rolled over. So there was... Yeah, the mileage odometer yeah. rolled over. <laughs> 366 is not allowed. So I got off work um, in time to get home for the... Yeah, you surprised your family. Not really. They didn't know I was coming home. Oh, did um, they? Yeah, they thought I was coming home a little later, but oh. I met them way before midnight. So um, there was people... Oh, I was thinking Christmas Eve. Sorry, yeah, there's different time. So our friend Megan was over, and she brought what I'm going to share as her tasty treat, which was an awesome... Is that the Megan that I met at the L thing? Quite possibly. No, different Megan. Mm. No, I know which Megan you mean. That's not different Megan. Mm. So thank you, Megan, for our tasty treat. We're about to enjoy later. Um, we had some other tasty treats like champagne. Sweet. And I lit some lame fireworks we found in the garage. And they were, yeah. they, were the, they were what were they called? The Rainbow Warriors. That's right. Rain- like I, was this, gonna, I thought they were gay pride. Yeah, they're not big, gay pride. They're so like think Rainbow Warriors. Two point five trumps yeah. in length. Um, well, we don't know. I mean, that could be twenty point two trumps. Right. Way bigger than Trump. Yeah. Um, I'm holding my fingers, my thumb and index finger, pretty much apart. Mm-hmm. And it had like little. Cartoon drawings, like sort of like Power Rangers on them. That's cool. And each one did like one thing, like it would pop or it would sparkle or it. I mean, for what they were, they were yeah. fine, but they were tiny and like they weren't anything like. They were not. They weren't the big cannons no, you're used to. No, my neighbors like blowing up like real stuff, like mm-hmm. mortars and big boxes and fireworks and stuff's going on. And I'm like pew, 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 
I just but, watch other people burn up their money. Shit. Yeah, the kids liked, uh, we had sparklers and we had Roman candles. Like, That's cool. Roman them. candles are fun. Roman candles are fun. Do you feel like a wizard pointing a staff, mm-hmm. like shooting? Yeah, like shooting your I sister. Bounced, I bounced one of the sparks off the road. They thought I was being dangerous, so I quit doing that. But that what? Fun. Your kids are way too, like, safety My son is very safety focused. So, we did a little bit of fires, a little bit of toasting New Year, um, champagne, whiskey. Did your kids stay up till midnight? Yep. Nice. Because uh, they didn't have to go to school the next day. Um, they got Monday off as well. So Tuesday was my wife's birthday. We actually celebrated a little bit as a family on Friday. Okay. So we went to Guardian Games and we bought a bunch of games. Oh, yeah. Them. You we, sent me a photo from there. Yeah, I went to Pip's Donuts. Um, got some donuts. So Guardian Games, you can actually like, go in there and play games then? It's a huge game store. Um, so the Board games, games are talking. We're not talking about Yeah, board and card games. So wrapped around the edges of the... Of the building are like all these shelves and shelves of games, and in the middle there's like there's this whole magic section, which we sat in because the tournaments were starting until five. We were there like two or three. Okay. Um, so there's like I don't know seven tables just dedicated to magic alone. And they have like these giant pads on them. They're mouse pads. Basically. Yeah, they're mouse pads. They're play pads. They're basically mouse pads, but yeah, they're play they're pads. Card pads. Put cards on. So we used that because it was nicer. And then there's some other tables in the middle that are less nice, mm-hmm. just general purpose whatever. Mm-hmm. But we used the nice magic. What do you guys play? Um, we played one of the games, we played a little bit of... Did they charge you to play? No, I mean, you have to buy the games. Oh, so you have to buy the games to play the games. I thought, like, you could, like, to pick them off the shelf. No, there are play. places that will let you rent a game, no, but, no, these are all wrapped, shrink-wrapped, so... Oh, okay, cool. They do have a small used section, but okay. we didn't buy a used game, so... Okay, so what'd you guys buy? Um, my son brought Legend of Zelda Yahtzee. Oh, nice. It's, How is that? It's shit. So it looks really cool. I didn't buy it, then. it looks really cool from the outside. Because it got a treasure chest or whatever, right? It's got a treasure chest, but there's no like Triforce on it. Well, that sucks. Like if I was designing it, I would make it so there's a little tiny sound chip, like in a greeting card that was when you open it, no. It's just a plain it could be a pirate's chest. Huh. Like when you look at it outside of its packaging, it's just not Zelda. Not Zelda? No, it's lame. Don't get that. Okay. Um my son also got uh Super Mario stack up I think which yeah, is interesting that. you it, it's like this tiered board and you kind of during your turn make characters go up and down and you have your own little card where you have all, all the ones that you want to rank high and you have some deny cards and some so you're trying to get your characters higher and other people's not and it, it's complicated was it an expensive game it sounds like it'd be expensive yeah I think it was in the 20 to 30 range and then we played another game, I can't remember the name of it, it was a Kickstarter game. It comes in another treasure chest. Huh. And it's pretty simple. There's Same only... treasure chest, guys, just different, different... No, it's a smaller treasure chest. Okay. And it has some markers, and it's a pretty cool game. I think I want to play with you sometime. Okay. Uh, and my daughter played around with that. And, um... Which daughter get? Anything? No. Um, but yeah, we, we played games for like two hours after we went shopping. Right on. So that was cool. We were going to go to Powell's, but then we figured we wouldn't really have time for that. Yeah. Um, but that wasn't actually... Wait, why didn't you have time for that? Um, we were doing something, I can't remember now. Okay. So I'm a wife's Did you guys go over to, um, Norinigo? No. Uh, I talked about it, but we went to No Hose instead. No Hose. There's No Hose Lauzac. No Oh, that's right, you sent me a photo of No Hose. Yes, it's There's a, No Hose in there. I didn't see any hose. No shirt, no shoes, no hose. Huh? Um, it's a... At Hawaiian place. Okay. Good Hawaiian food. Yeah. We ordered two, they have entrees, like small, medium, and large. We're two large entrees and it fed our family, like, and then some. 
Like, wow. If we were going to be in the car for another two hours, I would have taken leftovers, but we were going to the game store after that. Okay. You don't want porks in the food. No, <laughs> that's, that's not really the bad best idea. idea. But it's good food. Um, on my wife's actual birthday, uh, we went and got coffee, and then we went to, um, we did a bunch of stuff. We went to, you the went to the Buddhist temple. It's not Buddhist, it's Catholic, dude. Oh, is it? Yeah. I thought it was a Buddhist like monastery you had to walk no, up the hill too. There is an actual working monastery at the top of the hill. And you have to pay like six bucks to go up this giant elevator. It's like huge. Yeah, you took your kids up there. That's fun. Yeah. Um, but my wife had never been apparently. So she did the labyrinth and then we went to the meditation chamber and I read and she just kinda of sat there and like watched planes. Cause it's, you have a view of the airport. So you she just is watched. It inside or outside? It's inside. It's nice. You have these big overstuffed leather chairs. With these huge glass windows, and you're basically facing the airport mm -hmm. from like I don't know, hundred feet up or something. You just sit there and read. And I like just sat there and read. She meditate. Was, you're supposed to like pray and meditate, or whatever. But I think just, I secretly go there like several times a year and just read. Mm -hmm. It's the best place to read in Portal. That's kind of cool. It's very cool. And we did some other stuff, um, but it kind of culminated with us seeing the movie she'd been looking forward to, uh, The Greatest Showman. It's about the um, Barnum Brothers Circus. Oh, yeah. R.T. Barnum, whatever his name was. Phineas Barnum, I think. It's like the original guys. Yeah, he's played by, um, what's his name? Wolverine. Oh, Hugh Jackman? Yep. <coughs> Is it like a new movie? Yeah, it just came out. It's a musical. Oh, never mind. I didn't mind it. It was okay. Okay. Uh, there was one... Did you guys go see in the There was really? one scene where he's trying to convince this guy to be his business partner... And it's all choreographed, and it's in a bar, and this bartender's like slinging shots, and they're like dancing, and like the shots are flying. Oh, across. that's kind of cool. You would have liked this one scene. Huh. If it ever comes up on YouTube, I'll throw it your way. Okay. Like, yeah, yeah, that's pretty sweet. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, you would have liked it. Um, and freaks in it too. Like the bearded lady, albino, tall guy, fat guy. Huh. Little guy named General Tom Thumb or something. They like to be called midgets, Tim. I don't think they do. Um, but that was fun. Um, that's basically what I went up to. Um, yeah. What about you? Um, well, we did a lot of family time this past week. Yeah, uh, family time. My son's been keep recovering and my wife got sick. And then, like, I kind of, like, just have like, a, like, lingering headache, but not, like, too terrible. Mm -hmm. My wife has, like, definitely been, like, kicked in the ass. You guys have had, like, what, two hours of sleep a night? Pretty much. Dealing with uh, your son? Yeah. And uh, so he's pretty much better now. Now she's awake all night because she can't sleep because it hurts to lay down mm. and congested head and everything. Um, but for New Year's Eve, we had uh, her best friend and her best friend's family over, so we played games all day long. Cool. And, uh, what kind of games? Card games and stuff. Cool. So we played, uh, you know that game where you put those things in your mouth and like, you have to try to... Like, yeah, so you drill everywhere. Yeah. Well, we played that, but we used Cards Against Humanity. Cards, so we had to try to guess what the person, the sentence the person was saying off the Cards Against Humanity cards. So, you know, it's more inappropriate than the cards that come with it. Mm -hmm. um, so that was fun. We also did uh, our Christmas with our family. So we got uh, some pretty cool Tasty Treat pint glasses that are all metal and everything. Um, and then, like, a matching um, growler from Port Townsend, Washington. I can't remember the name of the brewery now. Okay. Um, and then I also got a Game Boy, a OG Game Boy, uh, coffee mug that when you dump hot coffee into it, it on one side has the very first title screen for the very first handheld Super Mario. And on the back side of the coffee mug is the end screen 
um, the where Mario and the princess are standing next to each other. Cool. So um, that was pretty cool. Then we also got another card game. Shit, I can't remember what the other name, the card, other card game's name was. Um, can't remember what it was called. We got another card game from them for Christmas, so we played that. We also played Cards Against Humanity. We also played uh, You Are a Liar. So that's kind of a cool game. I don't know if you've ever seen that one. There's four booklets, and uh, basically um, you... I think I'm mixing up two different games right now. You're a liar, Zach. No, so there's there's cards on the table. So you're a liar is there's cards on the table and there's a liar card. Mm -hmm. And the one person who is uh, the guesser has to cover their eyes or close their eyes. Then everybody picks uh, either a liar card or a truth card. And it has to be one lie card. Okay. And then the person that's guessing uncovers their eyes... And each person goes around the table where we're sitting at, or the room or wherever you're at, and you read off your card. And the guesser either puts a liar card in front of them, or doesn't, says that that's truthful. And uh, at the, after you're done guessing, after the guesser's done guessing if everybody's truthful or lying, then they go around and you read the fact back to them, whether it was truthful or false. And if they said that you were a liar, and you were lying they get the liar card back. And you want to collect liar cards. Okay. If you said they were lying, but they were being truthful, not only do you lose the potential of losing that one, you also lose any liar cards that you have. And if you run out of liar cards, you're out of the game. Okay. Um, then the booklet game... I can't remember what the hell that game was. I don't remember what the hell that was. There was a booklet game, too, that we played. That was fun. We played a whole shit. Like, we had like a stack of probably like probably five to ten different card slash board games. So we did that um, pretty much all New Year's from like noon till eleven o'clock. Wow. And then a couple. You of played people, way more games than I did. Though. And then uh, we or no noon to ten o'clock. And then her parents left and her brother left and she stayed and then my wife and I and her played games until midnight. Cool. Um. Yeah, so that's what I did. Oh, and been working on getting our podcast onto a yes, different hosting because our previous host is not working. We're not on iTunes. So we're going to be on iTunes very shortly. They really fucked up our feed. So like when they transferred over our shit to our new feed. Our new people fucked up? No, no, the old people. Okay. The free plugin that we were using when okay. we were hosting it ourselves uh -huh. added a bunch of mumbo-jumbo bullshit to it that shouldn't have been there, and that's the reason why when iTunes, like, restricted their stuff okay. it took us down so we're back on google play we are we got a new feed um and we are back on stitcher so going forward we'll be on itunes soon yes okay we'll be back on itunes will all of our contents be on itunes as of right now i've only got 20 episodes being pushed out but yeah all of our content will be eventually back up on is iTunes. is there a way to strip that bullshit yeah okay so that's i gotta i gotta go do most of it but that's fine. So. Well, at least we know what the problem is now. It's our, yep. our little free. Well, and it's apparently already working because as of today we had 25 people download and listen to 171 as of today. So. Cool. Yep. So. They get to hear your horrible open. Yes. 
They do. That was our worst open, I think. I don't even remember what the hell the uh, I think it was the best you one. You should listen to it. It was terrible. It was the best one. No, it was terrible. It was pretty fucking it was, awesome. It was I'm awful. pretty goddamn positive it was awesome. Okay, it was terrible. I'm, I'm gonna pull it up right now and I'm gonna show you how awesome it was. Okay, you do that. Yeah, okay. So, Tim, what games have you been playing? Um, not that many. Um, I played a little bit of, um, this isn't quite right, Life is Strange Season 2. I know it's called something else because it's a prequel. Before the Storm. Yeah, Before the Storm, that's it. Um, I thought the first episode would be over, but it's actually a lot longer than I thought it would be. Wow. I'm still in the first episode. Um, it came to a point where I was like, okay, this is where it's going to... Nope, kept going. What? Yeah, it, it's a... Uh, it's very interesting. It's a very different structure. Like, you don't have the time powers. The yeah, I've part. heard a lot of people complaining about it. Like, this well, I knew that going in. And it was, on a, it was on sale, so whatever. I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying it. And my daughter is like, told me that I can't play without her, so... Really? Yeah. She, like, there's, that much? There's this mechanic where you, like, you're... Um, Max's sarcastic friend from the first game. Yeah, you're the stoic. Well, instead guy. of instead of like having um, time powers, you have like insult powers. So there'll be like several several parts where, like you need you want to get past a bouncer or you trying to confront a bully, and like you, it's like it's like a mini game of insulting. Them. It's weird. <laughs> There's like a meter and everything. It is weird. It's kind of fun. It's stupid. Um, there, there was like a really cool, totally optional part where you're going to school, doing some stuff, whatever. But you run across one of your friends, and they're doing a Dungeon Master, like a Dungeons & Dragons campaign. Okay. And you could totally just say, hey, nerds, whatever, and just take off. Or you can join them and play the game. And if you join them and play the game, that's like 20 to 30 minutes of, like... Did you join them and play the game? Yeah, absolutely. And that's there's, cool. like, three encounters, and you go through, and you roll for all the stuff, you choose your attacks, and, like, you have this character in the game. Like, Is that the one where, like, uh, I heard you're actually, like, filling in for a person? Maybe. I and you like remember. you take over like an already made character. Yeah, it is already made character. It's a warrior elf. Yeah, which suits her personality and like she swears and stuff. That's and, cool. It's, it's it was cool. It was a cool little moment, and just the fact that it's completely optional is kind of weird. That's the really fun part. So yeah, that's like all I ever really say about that. Um, I've also played a little bit of Mummy Demastered on Nintendo Switch. Um, that game's pretty good. Um, a lot better than the movie, from what I hear. Really? Yeah, I heard the Tom Cruise Mummy movie sucked. Really hard. I don't know, Tim. I don't watch movies. So it's kind of like a Metroidvania where you're like exploring this large map and you pick up items that let you get past certain areas. Um, the funny thing is, is like when you die, um, your soldier gets reanimated reanimated into a zombie, uh -huh. and he has all your stuff, right? So you regenerate as a different soldier from the last save point, and if you want like all your grenades and your assault rifle or whatever, Can you else, get him. You have to go find the last guy who died wherever oh, you... Oh, Jesus. So, and shoot him. But he's got all your weapons, so he can like be spamming you with grenades or whatever. All your shit that you had. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's kind of cool. crazy. It is crazy, but it's kind of cool. Huh. So you can get your shit back, but... That's pretty cool. You might die trying to get it. No shit. A couple times? Yeah. So I like that. That's kind of cool. That's fun. The music's really good. Is it? I actually want to play the opening, the, um, opening screen as our break music. Okay, we can do that. It's got kind of a cool pounding. It's like kind of got the eight bit thing mm -hmm. going on. Mm -hmm. Well, you'll see. It's I, I like it. So speaking of, you'll see this is the episode entrance for last right. week. You guys be the judge. It's coming. Oh, it's coming. That's what she said. I'm coming, Tim. Use the room. Huh? Use the room. Nah. I'm not drunk. Hi there! Hi there! Welcome back. My name 
I think it's good. It's terrible. It's fucking awesome. It's fucking terrible. I think it's fucking awesome. It's terrible. I think it's fucking awesome. What if that's a, someone's first time listening to our podcast? I think they're fucking it's amazing. They're like, this is Christmas shit. Yeah. It was the fucking 2017 Christmas poop episode. <laughs> Should change the episode name. 2017 shits on me. Well, I think it's fucking 2000, awesome. 2017, 2017 shit on everybody, pretty much. Anyway, what games have you been playing? Tim. Yes? I'm pretty full. Yeah, why are you full? Got my chicken dinner. Yeah, you did. Two oh. times in a row. Nice. Yep. How far apart? Literally, two times in a row. Oh, that's awesome. So, yeah. And I was with a group of guys, and they're like, I don't think we've ever known anybody or seen anybody who's got two in a row. And I was like, that's right. We fucking do this shit. Nice. And then we kept trying to go, and it kept getting later, and then earlier in the morning. Mm-hmm. It was like 2 o'clock in the morning when he finally called. So you played the game quite a bit. Yeah, I think I'm up to like 30 some hours probably now. Damn, son. So, um, yeah. So, I started rolling in groups of three and four. Uh-huh. And that's when we started, like, doing, like, really, like, good tactics, like, sweep out to the left, like, take out, like, doors and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the times, there's three of us left out of four, um, and actually our buddy Anthony, he, like, died sacrificing himself to, like, keep us in the game, like, right out of the start. So he was part, he was our fourth man, so there's te- teams of four, and uh, so there's three of us left. It was, like, the very last, there was... Uh, four people left in the game and three of us so there's three of us and one other guy so we knew that like if we lost that would fucking suck and we knew where he, where he was and like he knew where we were at and the circle was like really close like right behind us and I had barely any health so I stayed there and the other guys like backed down out of the circle and started like inching away around you and then go getting, out of the circle yeah you can go out of the circle but you take damage oh okay so um, and then I started going the other direction and kept me in the circle, keeping his attention so that the other two guys could get around the other side of the mountain and kill him, which they did. Um, so I ended that round with, uh, I think like zero kills, but a couple assists. And then the next round I ended up getting two kills. So if you um, killed him, like, you just start shooting each other? Hmm? No, the game ends. I figured it out. Game just ends. If you're on a four person team. Mm-hmm. And the last three people or last two people. Oh, so did you all get chicken dinners? Yeah, we all got chicken awesome. dinners. So that's cool. I yeah. thought you would have to like do a Mexican standoff. Mm-hmm. Nope. All right. <laughs> well, this time it's you, Zach. This time it's me. Nope, nope. So you all win. Um, so yeah, it's cool. pretty fun. Awesome. That's all I've really been playing. Told you so. Yeah. So. Got some tech talk. You ready for some tech talk? Ready for some tech awesome talk, some Tim. Tech talk. Alright guys, so we're going to be talking about a company called Snakebite. Um, they sent over a couple items for us, and I think I parsed out some of the items yep. to you. Um, they sent us over a uh, all Switch related items, so we should talk about, and I mentioned that they are Switch related items. They sent over the GamePad S, which is their Switch wired controller. Um, it's down here. It comes with a 9.8 foot cord on it, so it's not like you're limited to... It's a nice a, long cord. Yeah, it's a nice long cord, so you're not limited to like right next to the console like old schools. has a console-style controller for precision gaming, dual rumble vibration, so you don't get the HD rumble. I like the red under the buttons. Yeah. Nice black and red design. Capture button enables you to save and share your best gaming moments. 
signable turbo feature for when your fingers just aren't fast enough and uh it's got a good solid feel to it like all the buttons click nicely the it does thumbsticks are nice and tight yep um has dual analog sticks just like a normal controller does um along with the gamepad s they sent over the power pack um that's what i got yep you got the power pack so the power pack kind of um you kind of pull up a lever with a switch and then it clamps down it goes into the USB-C slot on your bottom, okay. and it, it gives you an extra bit of juice. So how does that feel um, It did add some weight, um, but if you've got it in your lap, it's not too bad. Okay. And I did try it. It will how's fit. How's the kickstand? Kickstand is much... I didn't get to that part yet, but there's okay. a kickstand on the back of the battery pack, yeah. and it's much better. Nice. So that's a bonus. And then it does fit in my cases. Oh, does which it? Which I was worried about. Okay, so it has a 7,000 mah capacity for up to four hours of additional playtime is what they're claiming. So that's like doubling your... Yeah, it doubles the battery on it. Um, it attaches securely to the back of the console, LED uh, charge indicator, yep. integrated kickstand, um, charging and playing simultaneously, mm -hmm. um, chargeable while being, being attached to the Nintendo Switch console, and it charges uh, using a USB car adapter. Yeah. So... Um, along with that, guys, we also got the four-charge uh, Joy-Con docking station. So I haven't used this yet, but it looks solid. I took it out and looked at it. Um, it's for if you have an extra set of Joy-Cons, like if you like wanted to have a four-player, like, I don't know, mm -hmm. maybe Mario Kart. Yeah. And you spent the extra money for an extra set of Joy-Cons. Um, it would be a way to charge them all. Yeah. So somewhat limited use, but it looks very solid for what it is. So it has the ability to be connected to the Nintendo Switch dock and charge off of that. Also has the LED charging status indicators and it can charge up to four of them simultaneously. Um, so I don't know if I'd ever put all four on there, but if I got another set, I'd definitely put the spare okay. two on it. And I also got the... I'm trying to get back to the next page for more information on this specific item. Yeah, right there. I got the headphones um, as well from them. Here's the box. Where's the extra headphones? Um, they are actually at my work right now. Oh, yeah. So, so how, do they, how do they feel? Um, they're super comfortable. Um, they look, the padding looks nice. Yeah, they're very nice padding. They definitely got a look going on here with, like, gray, black, and red. It's definitely, like, reminds me of, like, the NES. Yeah. So, very, like, a retro style to them. Again, here's the box. It's going to have the actual unit here. And so the headphones, I'm trying to pull up the specs on it really quick. I know I can speak to the sound quality is freaking amazing. I listen Stereo to Stereo headphones. Foldable and comfortable design, 40mm auto driver for excellent solid quality, 3.5mm out to share music to another headphone. Yep. So that's cool. You can actually... So they're Nintendo Switch colors is what they're claiming it to be. Mm -hmm. um, they're foldable, and I will say they are very compact. That's cool. Like, super compact. Um, probably could fit in the most jack-of-pockets if needed. Wow. Um, they completely fold up into a nice little bag that they come with. Do you know how much they retail for? Um, I do not know. It might be uh, something to use for more than just a switch. Oh, it's definitely just for more than just a switch. The sound quality, sound quality on them. How is does amazing. the uh, headband feel? Does it feel like it'll break with unfolding and folding a lot, or does it feel sturdy? It feels pretty dang sturdy. It also has a nice little feature. The other opposite ear of the drums, you can plug another uh, headset into, so they can also listen to it. Mm -hmm. um, so if you're playing like a two-player switch game, you guys can go ahead and do that. They also sent over the. Um, what is it? The starter kit, um, which comes with a nice, uh, handy traveling case uh, for the Nintendo Switch. Comes with a bag, game case, game cartridges, 
controller caps, stereo in earphones, a screen protector, and cleaning cloth, uh, plus soft card. So, cool. Yeah, so very nice quality product. If you guys are definitely just got a Nintendo Switch uh, for you guys this Christmas, or if you guys are still just looking to collect some items for your Nintendo Switch, head on over to uh, mysnakebite.com. It looks like a lot higher quality than some of the other third-party stuff. Oh, definitely. I like, like, think like Mad Cats or Nyko. This is better quality than those crappy Way bags. better, yeah. When I was a kid, you know, Mad Cats was like the joy, and these are definitely something like... When your friends came over, you're like, uh, here's the Mad Cats controller. These this, are definitely like a controller. controller. I'd be like, this no, is, this is mine. This is fine. This yeah. is a good controller. Like, this it feels is like, solid. Like, the button's really, it doesn't feel pinky. No, it definitely does not. This is not a controller that I would hand off to somebody else. I would be like, well, you want to use the Nintendo one? Because I, I'm going to take my snake bite. So. Cool. Um, yeah, I really like it. And that's what we have this for this week's Tech Talk is Snake Bite. Sweet. All right. Let's take a little break. Uh, we'll play that music from... Uh, Mummy demastered and come back to a tasty treat. Sounds good. And we are back. Tasty treats. Almost in hand. Sort of. I'm like in a bottle. Yeah, we got glasses ready though. Alright, so this, piss, this is an expensive <laughs> Japanese. Why don't you actually look up and see how much this costs? Okay, what? Okay, hold on. I will. Suntory whiskey. Suntory. What's the Toki? Toki. Suntory whiskey. Established. Costco. Okay, how much? Hold on. Oh, fuck, it's all in Japanese! Oh my god. Alright, so, say one. That's good. Whew, that's strong. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, it's super smooth. Very smooth. Uh, $44.99. Okay. Nice. Not piss water. No, it's not piss water. It's definitely not the highest end, but, um... After trying some Japanese whiskeys on New Year's Eve, I became more interested and let some of my friends know that, and one of them brought me this for Christmas, so yay. Kind of a late Christmas present. It's kind of got like a sweet aftertaste to it. Yeah, um, I'm sure the process is different, but Japanese are very meticulous about everything they do. Like, very exactly. So, like, if anyone could make a science of... You find English. a Japanese tattoo artist. Yeah, I don't know if they would... Is that true... Tattoo artist, if they would work on a gadget like you. Yeah, find one. I'm like, no, 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 I'm just not buying a Japanese. It's okay. You were like the least Japanese looking oh, person. Oh, so no, no. Yeah, you're done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. You're so not working on you. All right, you ready to kick it? Yeah, let's, let's kick it. Let's kick it. All right, speaking of things that sound Japanese, I've got. Are you nerdy? No. Oh, you you want to go first? No. Okay. Uh, mine sounds Japanese, although it's I don't think it is really. Nitikan. Akita, isn't it? Akita-kan. Um, I've lost my place. Hold on. Yeah, it's called Yakita. Um, so we both have smart homes, like all sorts of smart devices. Yeah, we're getting more as we go. Yeah, and these are all susceptible to not only hacks but like zombie attacks, where like 
little malicious bits of code make our devices like spam. Do stupid shit. Like, there's been giant bot attacks basically fueled by printers. Yeah. Um, that do denial of service attacks on DOSs. Mm-hmm, on yep. major websites, and it's just because all these enslaved zombie printers are sending millions of little packets pounding these sites because they've been zombified. Um, but there's other more serious, like, privacy issues, too. Like, people could know if you're home based on your setting on your thermostat, for example. Hmm. So, I'm going to let the creators of this device kind of explain it, and then we'll talk about the uh, backing levels in a second. Sweet. My name is Dr. Ken Baylor. I've been in cybersecurity for the last 21 years, and my last key roles have been Chief Security Officer at Symantec and Head of Compliance Worldwide for Uber. In the next three years, there's going to be 60 billion IoT devices in people's homes. That's 50 devices per individual home. Every one of them will be running a different version of firmware, there'll be cameras, all sorts of things, and most of them will not have security built in. But they're on your network, and they're capable of interacting with your private data and stealing your information. So imagine if you could have one box that you didn't even have to understand, you could just plug it into your network, would monitor every single one of those devices, check on them, make sure they're doing the right thing, and that nothing suspicious is going on. That's Akita. It's privacy, security, simplicity. Smart home devices have made our lives more comfortable. But comfort comes at a price. In fact, last year alone, there was a 45% rise in cyber attacks on smart homes. And in April of 2016, a cyber attack was carried out that brought the internet to its knees. How do they do it? Through smart home devices. This is Akita, the smartest watchdog for your smart home. Why do you need it? Because of this. Yep, your very new excellent home security camera that you purchased after a lot of research. It's a great camera. Unfortunately, it's connected to the internet, which means it can be hacked. And once the camera is hacked, you're not going to be the only one looking through it. And it's not just your camera. Every IoT device in your smart home can be hacked. Your thermostat can tell the hackers if someone is in the house. And your friendly smart home hub might be listening even when you're not asking it to. Once those devices are hacked, well, your computer's a hacker's playground. And once they're inside your computer, they can see everything you want to keep private. That's where Akita comes in. Akita provides the most advanced home protection, and it requires you to do just one thing, nothing. Akita constantly scans and monitors your home network, checking that only devices with IPs you've allowed to use your home network are the ones actually using it. And once Akita finds out that one of your lovely devices has been hacked, it immediately blocks the hack by extracting that specific device from your network. It also notifies you through a notification on the Akita app. Then, if you want further assistance on how to handle the hack, you'll need to do just one more thing. Press this button. It will contact the Akita team immediately, and they'll answer any question you might have. They're there for you 24-7. Akita is super smart and it gets even smarter the more you use it. It leverages home networks and lets them learn from each other to be even more secure. With your home getting smarter, so should your home protection. Support Akita now and get the smartest home protection possible.
Hi, I'm Colin and I'm the founder and CEO of Axios. Axios is a leading provider of smart home support and service. We partnered with Akita because we believe Akita has the best solution out there to protect and monitor all of your smart home devices. So our team of security experts will monitor all the devices in your smart home so you don't have to. And we'll even proactively fix problems as they occur. And if anything comes up, you can always call our help desk for support. As more and more smart devices enter our homes, security is gonna be the number one issue. We're very passionate about helping people secure and protect all these new devices. So please, Kickstarters, back Akita today and make this a reality. Thank you. So as you just heard, it's a little box that you uh, plug into your router and it kind of analyzes all the stuff going through it. And if you see something suspicious, it shuts it down. And it gets smarter as it goes um, based on not only software updates, but like learning behavior from mm -hmm. watching your system. Um, it is nine days to go as we're recording. So when you hear this, it'll be just a couple days. So you got to jump on it if you want to do it. They asked for 30 grand and they are currently just shy of $500,000. So they are like way over there. Um, yeah, they're going to make it. <laughs> I think they're going to make it. They might make it, Skippy! So there's a Kickstarter special right now with, um, I think, yeah, 272 left. Um, you can get it for $89 with $5 shipping. The um, second batch will be $109. It's going to resell for $139, by the way. Um, there is 115 left of the two Akitas uh, for, um, up, uh, I missed it, uh, 149 which is even cheaper. Okay. Than the eighty nine, yeah. If you, you and a buddy, maybe. If you if you and a friend. If you and some unknown friend wanted one, and it goes up from there. Um, the top top tier is three hundred eighty nine for the five Akitas they call it the pack of washdogs. Oh Jesus! So we got five together. The well, like maybe acting. maybe you're like a dad and you want that your kids. Akita's acting funny. Well, I'm thinking like maybe you're a dad or a grandpa and you want your kids to have one. Maybe you want one for work. I could see where sure. someone would might yeah. want five. And it's $389, so you save a lot of money. Yeah. So, yeah, it's interesting. Um, I, the thing is, I have no, I don't know cybersecurity. I don't know how effective this is. Yeah, I don't it know. sounds really cool. It does. The Internet of Things is definitely an emerging areas for cyber attacks. Um, so, if this is a real simple plug and play solution, that's my favorite kind of solution. That's yeah, very true. <laughs> but my, it's a good solution. I just have no idea if it's effective or not. I don't know. I do know something that we could run this by to see if he actually thinks it would be doable or feasible. I know someone else who's even higher up who works for Apple Security that I kind of want to run this by too. Yeah, run it by him because the guy I that we both know that I was talking about probably would. I don't know. Not gonna be as good as Apple Security. No, this guy, the, the guy I think he really knows this stuff. Yeah, run it by him. I will. Um, so, what do you got for us, sweet? So, Tim. Yeah. Portland likes to keep it weird. Yes, for sure. That's very for sure. And they're right across the bridge from us. And as I get into more eSport-related video games like Dota and PUBG, mm -hmm. and they start to get more, like, world-renowned and, like, respected, and, like, ESPN starts picking them up, you kind of want a place where you can be, like, nerd out, like, at, like, a sports bar and grill where you can watch, like, your favorite sports team. Right. But, like, you want something to do that with, like, nerds around you, mm -hmm. you need to have, like a, like, a nerd bar. So there's a... A kick it right now called I Like It Nerdy Esports Arcade. So 
I can't remember if the audio is good. I watched this like a few days ago. I think it's pretty good. I mean, it explains it alright. Yeah. Um, so we're going to go ahead and let them talk about it, and then I'm going to come back and basically just wrap it up and explain the backing levels to you guys. Tired of playing games online by yourself? Do you want to dunk on some noobs in person? Are you looking for a place to watch esports? Do you need to show off your cosplay? Somewhere you can drink beer and play video games? I Like It Nerdy is the place for you. Yow! I'm Angel De La Paz. And I'm Jeff Eckstein. We're the team behind I Like It Nerdy, and our goal is to create a new type of arcade focused on community, esports, and hospitality. I Like It Nerdy will be located next to Excalibur Comics in Portland. This video will explain what makes I Like It Nerdy unique and how we can work together to build something amazing. At I Like It Nerdy, you won't be paying for hourly rates or dropping quarters in per game. You can play as much as you want for as long as you want with either a daily pass or a monthly membership. Our monthly members get 10% off food as well as access to exclusive perks. We'll have custom built arcade machines with over 600 retro games paired with classic and current gen consoles. I Like It Nerdy is gonna be the place to get down and nerdy. I Like It Nerdy is about building an inclusive gaming community for casual and hardcore players alike. We want to unite all the different gaming communities and provide a home for retro games, party games, fighting games, indie games, sports games, and first person shooters. Every major esports event will be shown live on HD televisions all around the venue. We'll be hosting tournaments, leagues, and special events for all the popular esports titles. I was previously one of the owners of Best Bout Gaming, and we hosted tournaments and special events for local gaming communities back from 2010 to 2012. The success we found inspired me to build upon that model and take it to the next level. At I Like It Nerdy, you're going to be able to pair video games with delicious food and gamer-themed cocktails. I have over 12 years of experience in the food industry and was the private chef for Team Liquid as they prepared for the International this year, which they won. I Like It Nerdy is going to be the place to meet like-minded individuals who share your interests, your hobbies, your passions, and your obsessions. Whether you're in full class play or not, at I Like It Nerdy, we're going to make sure you're welcome and taken care of. I Like It Nerdy Esports Arcade is your space. It's for you, our community of gamers. And Kickstarter is a fantastic way to involve our community in this process. We've built a solid foundation for I Like It Nerdy with a unique design concept for our location, enlisted a general contractor, developed a strong business plan with extensive market research, and established our web presence. With your help, we can obtain more consoles, arcade machines, TVs, furniture, and enhance our build-out even more. This is a community effort, and there are plenty of ways you can help. The pledge levels provide you with an opportunity to put your name on the space, purchase discounted memberships, and gain early access to the venue. Look to your right and pick a pledge that works for you. Follow us and share this video on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch. Then meet us at I Like It Nerdy for a beer to celebrate our mutual success. Tell every friend, family member, stranger you see about us and start practicing. Thanks, Thanks for your support. So, as you guys just heard, it's going to be an esports arcade slash bar slash lounge slash cosplay. Um, basically, everything nerdy all in one awesome uh, area in downtown Portland next to the comic book shops. So, if you just want to go grab a couple beers and play some games online with some friends or just play or with watch. some friends or watch with friends. Because they're going to have... Um... Yeah, they have like a whole entire lounge, like the but they'll have e like esports yeah. going on the on the monitors, not yeah. just not just stuff that's there, but yeah, like whatever those major, major tournaments, yeah, and anime going on on some of them and stuff like that. 
So, I mean, if you're... Really it sounds like they're really encouraging cosplaying, too. I'm not sure how that part works, but it'd be cool if there was a random cosplayer walking around. That'd be kind of cool. Um, yeah, it'd be cool if that little corner of Portland became, like, a mini... A nerd. Well, like, if, if you... Are you familiar with Lucky Harbor at all? Yeah, a little bit. It's an awesome place in Japan. It's an awesome place in Japan where, like, you could literally see, like, Pokemon... Walking, walking around. Walking around. Yeah, it's literally. <laughs> um, so, yeah. No, it's definitely awesome. And, uh... You won't be paying an hourly rate or dropping quarters in any games. You play as much as you want for as long as you want. Either daily pass or monthly membership. Um, they're going to be doing 10% off of food and merchandise to all Kickstarter backers uh, for a limited time. Let me jump over to the backing uh, levels. Um, for just $10, you guys can get your name printed on the Founders tier list, mm -hmm. plus one daily pass. And they thank you for your support. So pretty much pay for itself, probably. Pretty much pay for itself, yeah. Uh, for 20 bucks, you guys get a swag from the Unlock Stretch Goals. Get your name on the tier list, a sticker, a button, and a daily pass. Um, what's really cool, for $25, add an extra $5, you get a second daily pass, mm -hmm. plus everything else. Uh, but if you really want to get up there, you can go up to the God tier, which is $100. Um, they have a bunch of these different god tiers. It just depends on like which items you want. So like a one month membership, two pint glasses, five daily passes. So you get one month plus five daily passes, a sticker, a button for $100. Um, or you could just do $100 with a burnt cider hat, um, two pint glasses, a sticker, um, one button. Jumping up to the big granddaddy of them all, which there's only one at this level, 5000 all previous awards unlocked. Collaboration of a one of a uh, for a one of a kind reward. Um, also, you can go for the twenty five hundred dollar level, which gets you uh, the founders list tier, swag from the unlocked stretch goals, one custom built arcade machine, one food or drink item named after you, one private party, four hours, two VIP passes to soft opening, one promo package, four shirts, four per Portland Burnsider hats, four pine glasses, one lifetime membership. 10 daily passes, one sticker, one button, and thanks for your support. Um, so that's pretty cool. If this is like something you were super like interested in, for $2,500, if you were like, you knew you were going to be there like weekly mm -hmm. for the rest of your life, like that might not be bad. Yeah, for us, it's probably a little far for that, but if you were in, in more in the area, that'd definitely be cool. Yeah, if you, cool. you live down there, that'd be really freaking cool. Um, actually, at $1,500, you can get the lifetime. Trust you. Nope. Hold on, jumping down, lifetime, lifetime, one year membership for $750, $1,000 gets you the lifetime pass uh, membership. Um, so yeah, it's really cool. Um, they did say that they are going to be opening no matter what, whether or not this Kickstarter uh, succeeds or not. They have 14 days to go. They're not going to succeed from the looks of it, but Don't. if you are listening, um, go ahead over there and kick it. How much time do we have left? Uh, we have 14 days to go, 25 backers only. They need $20,000. They currently have 1868 Okay. So the thing with this is they have a lot of small tiers, so it's going to take a lot of backers to get to that, you know, higher tier. That's true. So, um, yeah, that's uh, that's my kicker for this week. I like it, nerdy eSports arcade. Sweet. All right, ready for some game news? So this is an issue that's come up a lot. Um, Me singing? No. Oh. People calling gaming addictive. Tim, 
I need to go on disability. I got an addiction. You don't, because you don't play games at all. Never. But if That's I start playing really. games, then I have an addiction. Yeah. And I need a disability. So the World, Health, the World Health Organization, which is a pretty big deal, <coughs> has classified um, this new disorder, gaming addiction. So let me go ahead and read this article from the BBC. The, in its 11th International Classification of Diseases, um, it will include the condition gaming disorder. The draft document describes it as a pattern of persistent recurring gaming behavior so severe that it takes precedence over other life interests. Um, some other countries have already identified it as a major public health issue. Um, so, I, you remember the story of the people dying in the internet cafes because they were playing? For- yeah. So, this is a thing. And it's, it's typically in, like, online multiplayer games, like... World of Warcraft and... So, I would agree with this. Like, if gaming is taking over your normal functioning life, like, if you are not, you know, spending time with people, you're missing work, you're, like, it... So, the symptoms include impaired control over gaming, frequency, intensity, duration, increased priority given to gaming, continuation or escalation of gaming despite negative consequences. Like, if you, gaming, is affecting your life, I would say that's a disorder. Most people aren't going to have this disorder, Zach. But there's... there's Damn, I got... I got this disorder. It's well, the real thing, bad. the thing is, is like loot boxes are kind of targeting these people. It's very true. So, this is a part where like gaming companies need to have a little bit of responsibility. Maybe dial back on. Maybe just dial back on the pay to win. Not just the pay to win, but the gambling part. Like it's one thing to pay for horse armor, but it's like another thing to spin a wheel and maybe get horse armor and maybe get a piece of horse shit. Yeah, that, there should definitely be like a. Because that's the risk reward that is, like. Our brains are wired to that. Like, we actually respond better if there's a chance we get shit instead of, like, the win. I mean, yeah, Kino. Well, and any, I always any gambling thing, like, you you might win, you might get nothing. That's actually more exciting than you putting money in and getting guaranteed a win. I don't know why, but that's the way we're wired. I, mean, I wouldn't mind that. No, you think that, but you'd be bored of it. Yeah, because I'd win shit and walk away. Like, I'm it's, fucking it's good. It's scientifically proven that, like, if you lose... You want to play more. Yeah, because I fucking want to win. Anyway. I'm a fucking winner, Tim. Some people have let gaming... You can actually do this with almost any activity, whether it's... Oh, yeah. I don't know. It's not video games only. It's like everything. Chronic masturbation, shopping. Yeah. If you jack off enough, you might get a surprise. Okay, well, I'm going to keep going until I get well, surprised. Well, some people do the shopping, too. Like, they shop compulsively, buy shit they don't need. Oh, yeah. Um, and there's some compulsive coupons, too. But that's gaming, all they do on the weekend. It's good for medical community to recognize this because... So like, is there a drug that they can take? Like, no, not yeah. really. Like, every time you sit for too long, I zap your cock because <laughs> you play video games. This is why Zach is not a doctor. So some some gamers I know... You don't know I'm not a doctor. You're definitely not a doctor. You don't fucking your know. Your bedside manner is shit. Yeah, well, I might be a shitty doctor. Hey, guess what? You got cancer. Yeah. Hey, Fuck guess you. What? You're gonna you die. Got, you got two months to live, you fucking prick. <laughs> You got a cancer so so invasive. We don't even have a name for it. Yeah, guess what? You're Ugh. fucking dead. All right, uh, on to the next story. So, Star Citizen, are you familiar with it? Is that the one where like Russia is going to war with no, Europe? No, 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 no. You're thinking of uh, Eve Online. That's the one. Star yeah. Citizen doesn't like exist as a game yet. It was a Kickstarter project, but you could still pay money into it. Um, you buy like really expensive spaceships and shit. Oh, that's right, and they, like, they explode or whatever. But as far as I know, this game hasn't launched yet. I think it has a giant bomb. But, okay, the story it. is that Star Citizen raised more money than every other video game on Kickstarter combined in 2017. 
Like, people are still paying tons of money into this. Wait, 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 so wait, 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 hold up. Wasn't which Shenmue, wasn't that, like, on Kickstarter in 2017? Yeah. This is more than that. You already, this is from Polygon. For the second year in a row, the team working on Star Citizen say they've raised more money than every other video game on Kickstarter combined. The numbers, which are self-reported and do not include returns, aren't even close. Clarice Roberts' collection of spacefaring games raised $34.91 million in 2017, down slightly from the $36.11 million oh. in 2016. Wait, 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 wait. So he's ran multiple Kickstarters for this thing? No, he's just now at the level where they started the Kickstarter, but now they just have like a storefront or whatever you can just like pay them. Oh my god. Um, it, so there's been over se more than 700 Kickstarter games in 2017, and it's raised more than double for two years in a row. Jesus Christ. And it's not a real game yet. <laughs> like they're still working on it. Um, so that's the thing. I just wanted to bring that out there. Like, who knows when this game actually comes to fruition? It better be fucking awesome because some people drop some serious cash in their, in their make believe spaceships. Maybe they're maybe they're got a gaming disorder. Mister Hanky. Hey Zach, do you miss Weverse? I mean, it was kind of cool. Did you play around with it at all? A little bit. I thought it was sort of cool. Like I mean, it was a it was a social place. Yeah. Unlike any other, you could post little drawings and like yeah. you could you could like dick pics. There was some dick pics. A lot of mushroom prints. Yeah. Um, but you could, like, you know, there's little communities around each game. And I thought it was kind of neat. Yeah, it was all right. It was a little sad when Nintendo was like, no, we're not doing that anymore. Switch, yeah. Switch doesn't have any community. It's the only console with no community. Well, they don't even have an online, like, really strange. It's weird. Yeah. It's really weird if they've been going from Miiverse to nothing. Well, it was anyway. like, the Switch was like, all right, remember the GameCube? Yeah, we're back to the GameCube, guys. Pretty much just stripped down. So, Nintendo fans have created a massive searchable Miiverse archive. This is from comicbook.com. Oh, dear God. So, a group of dedicated... Hey, you know who, who we know that works at comicbook.com? That's why I chose this article Okay. Um, it's not from her. This is from Tanner Deadman. Um, but I just chose this uh, baby okay. for that for the story. A group of dedicated Nintendo fans has created an impressive archive of millions of Miiverse posts, screenshots, and profiles for anyone to look through. Um, Miiverse Archive was created by the Archive team, spearheaded by Twitter user Drastic Actions, first began gathering posts and other data last year when Nintendo announced the end of the Miiverse. Almost 17 terabytes of data were saved by the team. Holy fuck! <laughs> and these are not, I mean, you've seen the posts in there, they're like black and white. Like, yeah! They're not huge files. No, they're tiny ass files! They're not something like any kind of Who video. Who the fuck was on Miiverse? It was a very active community. Jesus like, fucking Christ, apparently! I only spent. I, I probably spent somewhere between half hour and an hour poking around to it. Oh, Jesus. But I could tell that like some people like probably. That's where they lived their like gaming disorder. Well, they had a Miiverse kind of, disorder. It, you know what it reminded me of is like before your time, but AOL chat. Oh no, I had AOL. Aim. Mm -hmm. Fuck yeah. But like the chat where you'd like roam around and just talk to randos. Yeah. Okay, that's what well, it reminded it me. Probably of. shouldn't have been on there, but yeah, it was. Okay, well that's what they reminded me. Of. Yeah. It was kind of cool. True. It was. Sort of neat. I kind of think it's cool that this is safe for posterity. I don't know if I don't know if I'd really want to browse around dev conversations. That'd be kind of weird. That'd be kind of weird, yeah. But for people who are sad this is gone, that's kind of like a cool thing, I guess. They're like, I found this really, really cool chick I was talking to on Miiverse. I need to go back and find my conversation. There's some cool pictures and stuff. I don't know. That's a lot of work, though. Holy crap. Just organizing that must have been an insane amount of man hours. I wouldn't want to know. But anyway, that's the thing. If that's want, cool. If you want to check out the Miiverse now that it's gone, you can. Holy shit. Where are you going to go check out the Miiverse again? Uh, I 
didn't see any URL. Uh, archiverse.guide, which is a guide to the Miiverse archives. Huh. So that's archiverse.guide if you want to check that out. Sweet. So, yeah. So, we don't really have that much for game releases, but I'll let you go over them. It's just a bunch of Switch shuffle. Pick a Picks Deluxe Nintendo up. Switch. You're going to see a theme here. Stick Bolt, a dodgeball adventure. Oh, that kind of sounds kind of fun. Nintendo Switch. Oh, there's a Deluxe. Shit. Stick Bolt, a dodgeball adventure Deluxe. Nintendo Switch. Grand Prix Rockin' Racing. Nintendo Switch. Asken to the world beneath. Didn't know there's an Asken one. Nintendo Switch. Furry. I think it's actually supposed to be Fury. <laughs> Fury, that would be a fun game. But Nintendo Switch. Arcade Archives. Crazy Climber. Nintendo Switch. Super Meat Boy. Nintendo Switch. AC Neo Geo Art of Fighting 2. Nintendo Switch. That's it for this week, guys. That's literally it. That, like, that, that, that's literally you should be playing the games that you already bought in 2017 is what the, the yeah, game makers are telling you. Although the Dodgeball Adventure sounds kind of cool. It's kind of like a golf story. Is it? Just making shit up at this point. I'm making shit up at this point. Okay. Literally making shit up. So yeah, go play the games you already have, but buy the games. Yeah. Go play PUBG. Plub 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 G. Alright guys, don't forget to uh, check us out at Facebook.com forward slash plug and play show. Twitter and Instagram at plug and play cast. Uh, over at podbean.com now as well. Um, check us out over there, subscribe. Soon on iTunes. Soon back on iTunes. Back on iTunes. Um, we're still on Google Play, Stitcher, um, tune in, ch- head over there, hey, like, the subscribe, yet? uh, I don't know. I'll have to try that one Yeah, um, don't forget to check us out at thebunsmashers.com, and don't forget to, prime, and shine. Fuck Nazis. And fuck Nazis. And fuck North Korea, and fuck Trump, and fuck Tiny Balls, and fuck Big Buttons, And fuck everything else. Fuck everything. Fuck everything.